welcome to another episode of Block Talk. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. Leave a five-star review while you're there. And as always, follow me on Instagram and TikTok at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterthenow.com for its news, reviews, and interviews. Don't mess with Tika. After a momentary bit of betrayal, the purple people banded together to make a power move at seven that will shape the rest of the game. So is my prediction that a purple person's going to win? Let's find out as we talk all things Survivor 44. And joining me is someone who will meditate on off days. It's Miss Felicia. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing well. Thanks for having me again. I feel like of I've been course. on this season quite a bit. So Have you? I don't even know. When I reached out to you, I was like, who do I like talking to? Oh, yeah, her. Well- well, thank you. It's my third time for the season, I think. Actually. Well, good. This is your last one for the season. Because only two more episodes <laughs> well, yeah, there you go. Um, wow, this was a good episode. I'm not going to lie. It was interesting. It kept me on my toes. Exciting outcome. It set me up for one of two options of winning. I think there's one purple person who's not going to win now. Is it Carson? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's kind of fading in my book, too. This episode was all Jam Jam and all Carolyn all the time. I feel like they have been the main characters the whole season. You know what? And that's not a bad thing. Uh, Friends, I did not get to see Jam Jam this weekend. He did not make it to uh, DragCon, even though he was in LA. Our paths literally were opposite directions. When he went to Universal, I wasn't there. Whatever, it's fine. Um, But we'll talk about you so much this episode, Jam Jam, I love. (laughs) All right. 11 episodes in? How are we feeling? It's not my favorite season, to be honest. Um, Here I am thinking it's one of the best. Yeah, no, I mean, you really love the main characters. I'm not as crazy about them. Jam Jam's fine. Um, he's okay. he's a fun personality. Um, but yeah, no, it's, I, it's an okay I season. I think what I appreciate about the characters of the season are they're real people and they're authentically themselves, which proves that you don't have to be a macho, macho man to do well. Because with who's left... We got none. True. I mean, it's been kind of like that for a while now. Most in in the new era, basically. Yeah. True. Um, I'm ready for a returning player season, if I'm being completely honest, because it's been so long. I I already said this, and I said this to um, um, Miss Twine. I said, I'm ready for an offspring season. A what? An offspring season. Like kids of survivors, yeah, and then you bring back the loved one visit because it's the survivors, yeah. There it is, best of both worlds. I feel like, um, Rob's kids aren't young and old enough to go on yet. Are Are they? I think they they think they might be like eight, one of them must be 18 at this point, right? Okay, okay, yeah, Um, but it doesn't matter. Nina's gonna win, Nina would win, (laughs) sure, (laughs) okay. Let's have you watched her on um, you haven't seen did you watch her australian seasons okay well where are you thinking can't... what was i gonna do it i left for drag con i didn't have time for that they, they've been up for like a year both of her seasons how many episodes of drag race do you think i watched uh, yeah no and australian survivor is like 22 episodes of season and they're all like an hour and a half long so yeah no understandable but the 
the um that last season was so good. Like you need to Speaking watch it. Speaking of one of the half episodes of Survivor. This next fall, season we're gonna get um, it, which makes my life more miserable. But whatever, we'll get. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. Yeah. All right, let's get into it. Carolyn is pissed That's at both her people, people, purple people, as she was paranoid all day. They tell her it has nothing to do with her. It's not against her. There are a lot of people there. Jam Jam will try to tell her that she shouldn't take Franny's vote out personally, but she doesn't believe it. Also, everyone is listening in so they can try to use it against them later, but we'll get to that. Carolyn's two closest allies left her out of the vote, but Jam Jam says it was impossible to not vote out Franny, who was an easy target. Jam Jam knew it would be bad to leave Carolyn out, but it has backfired. The three stooges do get a moment alone and she is venting about not being able to trust anybody. And Jam Jam is like, I could say the same about you. And she's like, it was once, man. Yeah, one point to Jam yeah, Jam was like, right. <laughs> yeah, and this was just once too, like, girl. Literally. And works. again, you cannot tell a gay man about something because if it was a vendetta, they're going to remember it. They are going to remember it. <laughs> We're good at that. <laughs> I'm very good at that. Oh, wait. Friends. All right. Even though they are secluded away, Carolyn will get loud and the others can hear her back at the camp. Everyone's favorite silly goose, Jamie, feels bad for Jam Jam and Carson because of the yelling. Lauren thinks she needs some time oh, to deal with it, while Danny thinks she needs a lot of things. Dude, you're bad. I like Danny. <laughs> we know. I like Carson for the same reasons you like Danny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, as Jam Jam gets frustrated with Carolyn's current emotional rage, he will walk away as Carson tries to get them to calm down as if the others see them talk like this, they will hurt their game. Carolyn tells us that it, that to find people you actually trust and then they betray you, it's mental torture. Girl, I know. Wait till I reveal all about DragCon. Oh, I can't wait to hear. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm. Carolyn thinks that they're just telling her what she wants to hear so she can vote with them, but she also does not think they care. Well, let's see what a good night sleeps on the island of Fiji will do for you, lady. With Carolyn alone taking a break, the others will talk in a circle about her. Jam Jam believes that Carolyn had a perfect game plan as she was right on every other vote so far, but not on this one. Now, Danny, of course, is going to flip the conversation to himself and ask who voted for him. They all say it was not them. He just wants to know who has a motive to put a vote on him. Well, Heidi will be like Franny, which is easy because she's not there. <sighs> he still thinks he has Heidi as it's the only person he has trust in the game with. And this is going to be just a funny narrative that we're going to watch the entire episode. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Be so wrong about everything <laughs> Heidi related. True. <laughs> Very true. Meanwhile, Heidi reminds us that it was, in fact, her who voted for Danny. She never thought in a million years that Danny would still be there, so she is going to lie her way out of this one. She also did not see the two votes for herself coming. A lot of shockery. But hey, that's what happens when the numbers dwindle on Survivor. Mm -hmm. I respect her decision to lie, to be honest. You have to. You have to. Because there's no cover. Otherwise, you're gone. Right. That being said, she doesn't have an idol, so she could have gotten herself an extra week should she have needed it. Yeah. Well, back in the smaller circle, Heidi will say that is the most likely a rogue vote that went to either her or Danny as a way to ease his mind. But she will remind us that she has an idol. She has to come up with a plan to get out of the bottom of the totem pole. It is now the next morning. Rise and shine for your morning salutations. 
Jamie will lead them to find total relaxation and peace. She wants them to share their gratitude and use the energy to amplify it. Now let's talk honestly here. If this was something that happened while you were playing Survivor, how would you react? Would you participate or just be part of the circle? Um, well, you definitely have to be part of the circle. Like you can't like not like that'll pin a target on you. Um, I, I do some like mindfulness moments mm -hmm. every day. So yeah, I would be down for it. And honestly, Jamie has been stressing me out always, but she was giving Zen mode. Yes, there. she was. And I was like, oh, okay. I couldn't see how she does this like professionally. Um, so, yeah, no, I'd be down for it. Could you lead a mindfulness meditation? No, that's no, you're not, not, you're not there yet. You don't have not, that degree. Not there yet. Not there ever. <laughs> that is no. not my, I give the energy, the the party vibes, the pump that's, it up. That's not not Zen moment. Danny says that every night he thanks the universe or spirit or higher power for his ability to see, hear, speak, breathe, run, jump, and things he takes for granted. Jamie tells us that after the super emotional tribal, they are a family out there and they are creating real bonds. Hence the relaxation station. She says that they can all come together and share this high vibe experience. It does give them permission to be super cutthroat. Do you buy that? Um, yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. It's a game. It's always a game. This is <laughs> yeah, part of the no, game. Absolutely. You yeah. said it earlier. You have to be part of that circle no matter what. Even if you don't right. believe in that shit, you have yeah. to play it. It's like it's Sophie like praying. Ooh. That might for me might be a step too far. I'm not gonna lie. Like that actually might be a thing where I would actually have to remove myself from it. Yeah, if I mean it, that whole thing makes me uncomfortable too. So yeah, that's like Sophie is a winner in my book. Exactly. <laughs> Now we're going to hear Lauren say that she really appreciates their stories and them sharing them with her. Heidi says that being there, battling with lows and highs, she still feels growth every day and hopes they can utilize it to be better humans outside of the game. But as Jam Jam says, they have lows and they have highs. <laughs> oh, I like puns. Speaking of, let's learn about Heidi's backstory. She moved to America from Puerto Rico, barely speaking English. She had nothing but a lot of struggles. She says that sometimes you get stripped of everything than having within yourself. She shares that she worked really hard to finish her college degree, and now she is an electrical engineer. She has a good life as a mother with a husband. She says it's all a dream because she is going the extra mile. She, like just in this game, she will go the extra mile and take risks in order to be the sole survivor. And that was it. That's yeah, all we learned. Poor. Cool. Was that I new like information? That. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know anything about her. So for me, oh, that's fair. Uh, what is what does an electrical engineer do? Probably like put in like electrical sockets into like I mean, infrastructures. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Uh, Heidi, it I would sounds, love to learn. It sounds important it sounds though. Really like, hard. Yes, yeah. I I don't. And nothing engineering I could ever do. I, that's not my, my not my brand. Okay. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> no. The morning has come and Carolyn had her minute and is now talking to Jam Jam calmly. She knows that she can't play the game and then isolate from people. Jam Jam tells her that she plays the game that she wants to play it her way. Nobody is telling her how to play it. She knows in her head she can't go, go away from people, but she can't take it sometimes. This prompts Jam Jam to try to look in her head. And they're back. Their bond is back to normal. And this really is going to be the theme of the rest of this episode is to see how the two of them interact. True. 
Jam Jam tells her that she can take her time. She just needs to have a plan when she comes back. She knows that there is a difference between playing the game and taking it personally. It just takes her a while. She's over it now. The betrayal that is. She does trust Carson and Jam Jam. I'm not going to lie. That would probably be the thing that's going to fuck me up if I were on the show. Knowing who to trust? No, knowing when to separate game and personal. Sorry, yeah. It's hard. Uh Uh-huh. It's yeah. traumatic too. Yeah. And sometimes you there's nothing you want more than or at least I'm a petty bitch to get your revenge. But mm-hmm. sometimes you have to like wait. Sometimes yeah. And true. I promise it'll feel so much more satisfactory when you both return for a second season and you get to eliminate him and blindside him. It's gonna feel so much better than doing it the week after. <laughs> Let it fester. <laughs> So this seems to be the first time this question is asked, but Jam Jam will ask Carolyn if she has the item Tika. She will lie to his face and say no. So Carolyn, you don't get away with things too easy. You do lie as well. So don't get mad at Carson and Jam Jam. They, you're a liar too. You're playing the game. Now, Carson's going to come by and I'm uh, that wave, like it was like a little kid. He is still a child. He's, uh, he's a child, literally. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> She tells him that they're talking about Final Three plans, and she's like, but you're not in it. See, there's that bond again. <laughs> you can't say that on that show if you don't trust someone. <laughs> that's true. That's true. You could have gotten her sent home. Carson shares that they have been doing well together. As they enter the merge is three and 12, and now they're down to seven with all of them still there. He thinks they are in a great position. Carson says that they still get into silly fights, but they are all still controlling the votes in a very under-the-radar game. Carson will now tell them that their game plan is to tell Danny that it was Heidi who wrote his name down. I'm sorry, Jam Jam will tell them that. So how's Danny doing? Well, he's still harping on him. He knows that someone is lying to him. Jam Jam is using everyone's sloppiness to advantage. He wants to break them up so they do not work together against him. And this is more proof why I think I would play a very similar game to Jam Jam because us gays, we love meddling in sloppiness. Totally, totally two bitches like fighting oh 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 you insert yourself to the drama that you should not be inserting yourself to yeah grab some popcorn oh absolutely you you love it stir that pot you sure do (laughs) kidding um he's gonna talk to danny and be like you know who voted for you and Danny still thinks it's jamie lauren but jamie's like no girl heidi Danny's trying to use logic to figure out how Heidi voting him will propel him as she is not going to do anything illogical. He says that he is Heidi's number one, but you don't know who is telling you the truth or not. So they're going to go on a stroll on the beach. And he's like, are we going to get back on the same page the next tribal? And she's like, it wasn't me. It doesn't make sense. Now, Danny will fumble here with his words and be like, well, uh, if it wasn't you, I'd still be down to work together. Why would he say this? Is this just his way of admitting that he needs her? Um, yeah, I guess. Well, no, I mean, there, there's a possibility that it could be her. So he just wants to point out that if it was her, that he would still work. With, like, you got to keep your, they they trust each other the most, obviously, in the game. So it's important to keep that person close but to even, you. But even if he knows that she's lying to him, you still could trust him? Well, no, but he's going to tell her that. Okay, okay. He can. Now, he hears him and has continued to lie to him as she attempts to dig herself out of this hole. Danny tells her it was Jam Jam that told her this, 
like, uh, could it be Jamie? And he's like, I think it was Jam Jam. She's like, uh, 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 well, he's like, don't tell anyone. And she's like, boom, of course not. I'm not going to tell anyone. Let's not make a big deal of it. How the hell did she get this lucky to get herself out of this pickle? I, I do not know, but she did it somehow. Good job, Heidi. I know. <laughs> Danny says he knows Heidi very well and thinks this was Jam Jam and Tika's way of splitting them up, which he thinks is silly. He says it would be hard to find first graders that would believe this story. So is Danny a first grader? I guess so. Regardless, he has sights on Tika. It's finally happening. Franny was right all along. <laughs> it's later in the day. They are literally all just lounging on the beach. Now, if you go look at Jam Jam, he is in that prime homo relaxation position on his side, one leg on top of the other, posed like he's being painted like one of those one French, of girls. French girls. I was just going to say that. <laughs> but really, it's all about the snoring. I was like, oh my God, I feel seen. <laughs> if you can nod off on that beach playing Survivor, good for you. Yeah, honestly, get your naps in. Meanwhile, Carolyn has found what she believes is the body of a lobster. She says she's not worthy, so Lauren grabs it, but then Carolyn wants it back, so the boredom leaves them to play a rousing game of rocks, paper, scissors, in which Carolyn wins and she is the queen of the lobster. Oh, and this is added to her claw that Jam Jam found for her. This is special to her. Your background. Would you put that on your finger? No. No. Ew. No. no. I don't even. I don't even wear nails and drinks. <laughs> no, that's that. a different issue. We're not going to talk about it on this podcast. <laughs> um, um. This this moment is very much giving me ninety minute Survivor, <laughs> which is a little scary. Could you imagine expanding this episode to ninety minutes? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What do you do? I don't know. I don't know. Well, we're about to see next season. Now, Carolyn will go in the water so she can be one with the lobster. I would find it so cathartic to swim in the ocean and pretend to be a mermaid, too. I love the water. I love it so much. She will tell us that she can't do the game 24-7, just like I can't do life 24-7. It's hard, girl. It's true. Life do be hard. She is now in the water with Jam Jam, who she tells us she always feels better with. They're like little kids singing The Little Mermaid, but they don't have the rights to it, so you're not going to actually hear them sing Little Mermaid. Um, what's your favorite song from The Little Mermaid, and are you excited for the new movie? I'm very excited for the new movie. Um, yeah, um, I love Haley, Halle Bailey, um, if I could say her name properly. Yeah, try again. Um, uh, Ungodly Hour like was one of my favorite albums of that year, whenever it came out. Um, so I love her very here for black Ariel. Um, I think her hair color is great and a natural color for gingers, which original Ariel was not. So all you people saying that you used to be able to relate to Ariel because of her red hair and now she's orange haired. So now you can no longer relate. That is a lie because Ariel's hair did not come naturally in nature and you're just racist. That's kind of all I have it's to say on that. Felicia, can I just remind you one thing? What's up? Mermaids aren't real. I know. That, that cares. part too. That part too. Honestly, um, it's yeah, just... No, oh, no I'm excited for it. It'll be cool. And the part of your world single sounds great. She's awesome. So. I saw all the new merch at Disney while I was there this week. Oh, yeah. Um, it's so pretty. It's so cool. Representation matters. I do have to say the the like the 
poster or whatever it is with all the sisters looks so janky. Like they took that on their iPhone like X. Well, budget. I don't XR. Know. XR. <laughs> Caroline was happy to not think about all the chaos. Do you think that is a sign of feeling comfortable and safe or knowing yourself and knowing how to make the best of a situation? Um, I don't think she feels comfortable and safe. So probably knowing herself and making the best of a situation. I mean, like, let, let's not kid ourselves. Like, you have to be able to play the game 24-7, but you have to be able to find moments to remove yourself and just find some peace in mind because totally. it, it, it could drive you insane. Yeah, I mean, at a certain point, there there's, like, only so much you can be doing at any certain time. And sometimes, like, it's true. strategizing now, isn't the right move. We're going to go back to the game talk. She wants to know who Jam Jam's ideal three would be. And he asks if it can be him three times. What a kidder. But then he's like, I have multiple personalities. And I was like, same. Carolyn says that Danny, then Lauren, are the big threats. Jam Jam tells Carolyn that he believes that any name they say, Danny will vote with them. They could use him to vote Lauren, or so they believe. Speaking of, Danny and Lauren agree that they are on equal positions right now where they're keeping Tika around will give them power. It's time to get the threat of the Tika 3 out. Lauren voted with Tika to survive, but now it's time to get them gone. Heidi believes that Tika 3 are not breaking each other. She thinks they will pick them off one by one. Danny wants Carson or Jam Jam, but out but says that jam jam is a big final three threat everyone loves him amy is just nervous to work with danny and heidi but they are aligned all aligned target wise she knows that jam jam is fantastically social but they have to be broke up heidi says it will hurt writing his name down and danny's like will it he's so condescending to her yeah danny danny is very condescending towards caroline well, and Heidi, just women in general. To, to Heidi, too? I haven't noticed that. Did you not watch last week when he's like, I don't need your number? Oh, my God. No, I, I missed that Why part. do you think she voted for him? <laughs> Makes sense, yeah. Mm-hmm. Danny says that this is Survivor 101. Strictly business. Gameplay is gameplay. Friendship is friendship. Do you agree? Um... No, because I mean, in the game of Survivor, the people you're going to be friends with are probably the people you're going to be working with. I think that's how I am. Exactly. At least. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I don't resonate with Danny's gameplay at all. His thought process, like he is not someone I could strategically necessarily align with full game, maybe moment by moment, but yeah, I couldn't do it. Fair, fair. Danny also says there's no winning this game without being aggressive, especially down to seven. You have to take in the reins. Can you win this game by being aggressively social? Yeah, totally. People have done it. I agree. And I don't think that's in his mind something that can be done, but I think that's a great well, strategy. I mean, that's how I would play I've, it. Some be- people have different strengths. So, well, I mean, Danny until this challenge, spoiler alert, I don't so think Jam Jam had any strength and would have been the aggressively social player who could potentially win. Right. Right. Um, so, I, I, but everyone's different. So, not everyone's perfect game is going to be the same for everyone else. You exactly. know. So, like, Jam Jam, yes, can unfortunately, be. Unfortunately, Danny and uh, Jeff Probst are on the same page and say you got to have strength, strength, strength because yeah, macho, yeah. macho man. He wants yeah. to be a macho man. Yeah. <laughs> Danny says that they're in round nine of a twelve-round fight. 
Have you ever boxed or are you more worried about breaking a nail? Uh, I've never boxed. Um, I don't really care about breaking my nails. Uh, <laughs> I was kind of lost with all of his fighting talk this episode. Same, <laughs> like, very same. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I'm in the same boat as Caroline right now. Danny is not here to take part. He's here to take over. Real House has one survivor coming this fall. I was like, that is totally your catchphrase. I was like, that was was good good for him. Yeah. All right. We're in the middle of the ocean for our immunity challenge. Those greats are there. We know what this means. (laughs) Before they even get into the usual fanfare of the pre-immunity challenge rituals, we are going to set the stage to the events that will take place as Jam Jam remembers this challenge and Ozzy's snorkel technique. But he has fat hands, so he doesn't know if it will work out. We'll find out. And guess what? I have fat hands, too. So I don't think I... I could do the same thing. Remind I feel like friends, the bigger your hands, the better. The more of a this possible. you have. Reminder, they would not have seen Owen and Carla slay this challenge last season, so they are unaware of that moment. So we could have had a different conversation. Fair, yeah. For this challenge, it's a Survivor Classic. They will be underwater beneath a graded steel barrier. As the tide rises, their breathing room will decrease. Last person swimming wins. How would you do in this challenge? Uh... Ter- this is my least favorite challenge. I would do terribly. Um, if humans were meant to be underwater, we would be able to breathe underwater. And Sweetheart, we just talked about the little mermaid. And what did we discover? Mermaids are real. real. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, no, I would do awful in this. I probably would like give up immediately. I'm very not irrationally um, afraid of drowning. Yeah. <laughs> um this would be a possible good challenge for me because I, 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 I was a swimmer. Yeah, I was a swimmer, so like I'm used yeah. to playing underwater. Um, yeah, no. They're going to take their place, so the challenge is on. I think this is, as you alluded to, having the right frame of mind is key here. I love water, and Carson has tested this in his bathtub, and confession, I have too. It's fun. It's easy. It's, a, it's fun. It's silly. It's stupid. There is a lot of time to chat. So Jeff chats to Jam Jam, who says it's like being back in Puerto Rico and he is sunbathing. The little bars are becoming his friends. He's trying to connect with them. He's such a fun man. I love him. Good attitude always. Lauren is shivering and is asked a question by Jeff and she can't focus on this question. And I'm not going to lie. I thought Jeff was going to like kick her out. He was pissed. Yeah, I'm like, girl, <laughs> to Jeff, her head's underwater. Like, shut up. Like, I would not be talking to him either. So. It was like, how dare she not engage with me right. in this moment? <laughs> She's she like, with a million dollars. Going to, like, hypothermia, too. Like, Literally. Damn. They're going to hit the 30-minute mark as the tide is high. But I'm holding on. Okay, I'm going to be in number one. There it is. Thank you. Lauren will panic. She's the first out one hour in. We are down to six, and the faces are through the grate. Carolyn's plugging the nose. Some are snorkeling. Uh, what would you do besides quit? <laughs> be out. Yeah. No. All right, I, all right. I, I would try the snorkel, probably. Yeah. yeah. Jamie's out. Down to five. Carson ducks out. We have four left. Heidi, Danny, Carolyn, Jam Champ. The swell will knock out Carolyn. Three left. Danny has to bail it. He's fully under. It's Puerto Rican versus Puerto Rican. Heidi versus Jam Jam. The showdown is on. It's an hour and 25 minutes in. And Huddy's out. Jam Jam wins. He is so focused, he can't even hear Jeff. So Jane has to dump it, jump in and tell him. If Jam Jam can win immunity, so can I. Uh, can do Bam. it, right? Yeah. Get off the couch. 
no, no, no. my my plug is get off the podcast the pod <laughs> okay mark jam jam will give jeff a wet hug and you can tell jeff is like do not touch me do not <laughs> touch me jam jam's emotion will set uh will set in as he shares that his family is super athletic and they will be so proud of him He's feeling like a badass and it's powerful. This is a huge vote for Tika as if they survive this vote, they have the numbers to get to the end. I'm telling you, they're setting this up for the rest of the season. Or the show's setting them up to... You're going to tell the me downfall that for one Heidi's of those win. ladies are going to win? But Heidi... <laughs> okay. Well, back at camp, Carson is excited for the three of them as they're so close as this is the most critical vote with seven left. He, he will math for Carolyn. There are three Tikas, the rest are other people. They have to get six to get the majority. And I said, Carson, that's three and three. That's not a majority. Unless he knows something we don't know in this moment. Yeah. To be um, fair, it's well. Maybe he thinks. Strategy. Maybe he thinks they have Lauren still. Maybe I mean, if you get three, you can easily manipulate two to vote out one in the anyone but me. Or strategy. wait, no, and they know that Heidi voted Danny, right? They do. So maybe they think they have Heidi. I don't know. Maybe. Or maybe he's needs to quit NASA because he's an idiot. <laughs> maybe. Uh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> did, did you see today? He was at Harry Potter in London. No, he, he like Chris Child. No, no, no. The the studio tour. Oh, cute. He's probably he's definitely a Gryffindor. Not a Ravenclaw. No, he's not a Gryffindor. No, what? Hufflepuff. That's crazy. He's might be a Hufflepuff. He's either a Ravenclaw or a Hufflepuff. Okay. Or a Slytherin, but not no, a Gryffindor. Not a no, he's heroic. He looks. No, he, he's, he's, he he's looks like Harry Potter. He's not a Slytherin. He looks like a that Harry Potter. That doesn't mean fit. So that's, that's where that's where you're mishousing him. Whatever the sorting hat um, at the Warner Brothers studio tour said, I was a Hufflepuff, and I said, "Fuck you!" And I walked. You away. are a Hufflepuff. Yeah, walked away. I walked away. <laughs> you're, you're a Hufflepuff. <laughs> at the water well, Danny tells Jamie and Heidi that at this point of the game, Carson will beat all of them. Heidi says, "If they do, there'll be damage control the next day if they get rid of him." Danny wanted Jam Jam, but Carson is in the Tika 3 and he doesn't want to go against him. He says if he cloned himself and saw himself against Carson, he might even vote for Carson over himself. Fair. All right. (laughs) Jamie will tell them that she is putting a vote on Heidi or Danny, and Danny will tell them they are splitting between Jamie and Lauren. And meanwhile, the math is not mathing with them because they need to split their votes for this to actually actually work. Yeah, the math ain't mathing. No, this like this was the moment I was like, the, the, this is not. Do they know what's going this on? It's gonna work because three and then two. And, no, two, no. Mm-mm, mm-mm. So Danny gets Jam Jam and tells him it's three on Jamie, two on Lauren. This will be the last to play shot in the dark. Danny is hoping it will be a Carson blind side. And it's like, oh my God, we almost went the entire season with what, like two shots in the dark the entire time? Jeffrey, get fucking rid of it. Yeah, dumb twist. So stupid. Danny tells Carolyn the plan, and she's like, is this the for real plan or the fake plan? Danny says it's the real plan. I was like, Carolyn, you don't, that's an inside thought. (laughs) 
interrogation skills. GM GM wants to get the numbers down from the other people who are not Tika. He needs them out. Lauren and Jamie need to be out as he doesn't need them in the end. Lauren thinks that Carolyn will be crying when they get back. Heidi thinks Carolyn could be a cannonball if the plan happens. Heidi knows that Carson is the biggest threat. She has had her name written down the last two tribals, so she has to make sure it's not her. She also has the idol, just in case. Now, Carolyn will chat with Jam Jam to tell him she gets the vibe that they are voting for Carson. Her intuitions are right. She says that there is nothing more annoying than being told by Danny that this is the plan and to not have any other discussions. She is worried that Danny is planning to take Carson out. So it's time to investigate. Carolyn heads to Danny as she is her detective era and floats the idea that Carson is a big threat and how she is not opposed to voting him out. And Danny's like, ah, it's just bad timing. She knows he's lying. She needs Carson around, so she wants to vote out Danny. Do you think this is when she decided it was Danny, or do you think she already made that decision earlier? She's probably made the decision earlier. He's been, like, condescending to her for a while, so. Carolyn will tell Carson that she doesn't trust him. Something's not right, and tells him that she has vibes that it might be Carson. Carson says this is the first time he is hearing his name. He's stressed and claustrophobic. He has worked so hard to be in the power of the position, and now to have it all crumbled down, he might be screwed. So he's going to try to play Jamie and Lauren and pose that he thinks that Danny is coming after him and asks about splitting between Danny and Heidi and tells them that if they would like to take out Heidi, he would be fine to do so. He is depending on having Lauren and Jamie vote with him or he's gone. And I thought, in this moment, because it was so quick and there was no like response from the other two ladies. That plan's not going to happen. It's just a little word. Wow. Uh, it actually yeah. happened. Carson made Power it happen. Persuasion. Yeah. Look at that. Jam Jam has little hope that Carson has the idol, but he does not as he would play it. Carson thinks, does think that Jamie and Lauren will vote with them. Speaking of, Jamie thinks it's pretty equal on Danny and Carson. Jamie will rationalize that Danny is a threat, but he's not good at puzzles, has not won immunity. Meanwhile, Carson has won immunity and is good as puzzles. Lauren, meanwhile, trusts Carson more than Danny. The only benefit, according to Jamie, is that Tika has the numbers, and that would be benefit of getting Carson out, or they'll be picked off one by one. Jamie's just at the point where she's just stating the obvious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She knows that Tika has and controlling everything but she firmly believes that she and lauren have all the power and it's a great place to be in survivor land just you wait you silly goose i mean they are kind of non-targets i mean lauren kind of is but jamie is definitely sitting pretty like literally how 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 i feel like most people would want to go to well i don't know but i jamie seems like an obvious person to take to the end at this point Carolyn and Jam Jam are talking. They think Carson is going to be voted out. So Carolyn will ask Jam Jam to stay strong and vote out Danny. He promises she can't lose him yet. She tells her to be chill. She knows she's being played. So she's going to make the biggest move all season long. She will take Carson aside and tell him that she has the Tika idol. He's about to cry. He is so proud of her. After 21 days, she finally has told someone about her idol. Carson is in awe of her. She will hug him and tell him he's the most amazing person she's ever met. And that is why the Tika 3 may be the most fan-favorited OG tribal alliance, possibly since Denise and Malcolm. Mm. 
I love Denise. She's one of my favorite winners. But like the, they're giving me the same kind of vibe where like no matter what, they were staying strong with each other. Yeah, yeah. It's good to see too. Carson has a lot of thoughts, but wants to make sure Carolyn will play it for him. She is in turn scared that if she plays it for him, Danny will play one for herself. Carson assures her that won't happen. And Carolyn doesn't want something to happen where she gives up her idol and then she gets voted out. That would, in fact, suck. Carson floats having two votes against Heidi. So Heidi would go home should Danny have a trick. But she has the idol, uh, but have the idol. So just voting Heidi. So she doesn't have to play her idol, which she doesn't know would actually be the backfired plan. It's Heidi would save herself and the majority on Carson would knock him out. So Carson has it right. Carolyn doesn't have it right, but it's all good. It's fine. It's, can't wait to see how this turns out. Shall we head to tribal? Let's go. We are at tribal and Jam Jam just flaunts that immunity necklace for that jury. They're living. He's living gay. Yeah, he said <laughs> reveal. <laughs> So Jeff wants to know if everything is always up in the air now, why? Jamie says that if you can find a group of people where your targets align, that's what it looks like for only one day. The beauty of the game is it's different every single time. He says that everybody's name is being mentioned and they don't want to be a coulda, shoulda, woulda. You won't win the million dollars with a bunch of what ifs. Heidi says that they will all take risks sooner rather than later, but when is the right time that it won't backfire? So Jam Jam yeah. says that the only thing he thinks about is the jury and then deciding to fate. You clean a shell, you think about the jury. You can count rocks, they're the people in the jury. Carolyn reveals that she doesn't sleep and is always thinking about the plans. By the time she gets to tribal, she is spinning and second guessing and paying attention to what is said at tribal. Then she says there are in-between days where they meditate and tell each other how great they are. And then bang, it's a completely different tribal. Danny does not agree with this as he feels as tribals go on, he looks at it like fighters. He says there are first-time fighters who are nervous, and then you have others with 10 fights under the belt who are calm, relaxed, routine down. He feels like as tribals go on, they all have their own routine, and you might get knocked out, and that's the game. Well, Carolyn does not see it like that. She says that there are rest days that turn into a scramble and Lauren notes that no one will experience the same day as they all are different types of players. She says some are more experienced while others rely a bit more on emotion. Now Carolyn will actually she doesn't understand the experience as it's a comparison between experience versus emotion to which Lauren says neither is right or wrong. Danny will smugly say that comparison is the thief of joy and Carolyn is like that is what she just did. Please note the awkward smiles radiating off of Jam Jam, Jamie, and Carson being like, I don't want to be here right now. <laughs> Carolyn will tell Danny that she was not comparing, but clarifying. He's like, okay, cool. And I cannot believe how this man treats women on this show. He's so dismissive. Yeah. yeah. Jeff. We'll straight up ask Carolyn if she's annoyed, to which she says, absolutely. Jeff will then say if she gets some sleep, who knows how she will say, see things, to which she just glares. Is she mad at Jeff now? Yes. Iconic moment. That's going to be one in Survivor history books. Yeah. That I was mean, so funny. Yeah. Well, <laughs> don't tell don't tell pissed off people they need to get sleep because that's not <laughs> gonna make them any less pissed off nope now while it was a joke they all laugh as jam jams like it happens to me all the time she's mad at me for no reason 
Jeff tells her that one of the many things that she like that he likes about her is she just says what's on her mind, which she is like, that's a problem too. Jeff says that she should be speaking up as it's someone's last day. Jam Jim is safe and says that definitely someone he doesn't want to leave might be leaving, and that scares him as he might not have the necklace next week. Jamie is feeling solid with the vision she had and the goal they set out there and the roles each person is playing. She just likes saying words that are not good for survivor players. Yeah, yeah. Why? I mean, tribal council is tough. Like, you want to talk, you want to like let the jury know you're playing, you want to answer Jeff's questions, but also like <laughs> tribal councils for like bullshitting. Like, you don't want to be giving any actual answers out. Literally like, admitting so- the facts so silly goose a vague like oh it's wild you never know what's gonna happen like that's what you need to say <laughs> danny feels good about his decision and the people he's working with their logic aligned after being told people feel good heidi says a difference between her and almost everyone there she had votes last two troubles but she's not comfortable as she keeps seeing her name now we're almost already at the end of the travel and we're now just going to hear from carson and this was a clue he was safe he is a little scared and on the edge of his seat but he loves the game jeff hears this and is a i don't want to leave but if it's him what will be your takeaway carson says coming in at a young age he wasn't sure how he would be with all these people who have so much more experience than him and battling his own insecurities about himself as he was the weird kid in high school definitely not cool he just learned how to do the bro handshake a month before coming out there he Which, is a quirky person. Okay, yeah, say, say it, say it, say I'm, it. I'm calling bullshit that he didn't know what a dab was until a month. Like, it has been, like, a common greeting for the past, like, 20 years at least. Any sort of that well, like thing. The handshake so, is, like, the back thing? I, I, any sort of dab, you know? Like, that is a normal greeting in today's society. For any person, it's a normal. So him as for, a wait, 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 wait. It's, it's a normal green for the for the bros, not for the gays. <laughs> Maybe that's. The, I was so waiting for him to admit he was gay in this moment. I was so waiting for he's, it. I know he's it's not, not gonna. Happen. He has that cross tight tight around his neck. Come on, you know a lot of very religious homosexuals. You know they're out there. Yeah, it's weird though. <laughs> he's not, not one of them yet. Um. Carson says he's a quirky person. Anyway, I call thinks, bullshit that he didn't know what that was. I don't know how that's possible. He thinks Survivor taught him how to accept his quirks and be confident in them. He would never be able to buy that with a million dollars. Jam Jam says they are all in awe of everything Carson has done at his age. They find him amazing. I do too. Call me. Let's hang. Um, aside from the bro handshake, what do I need to learn if I go on Survivor? What, what toxic masculine uh, trips do I need to know? Uh, I don't know. Should I just talk, start talking about sports ball? Do the, the, the sports ball, yeah. Yeah. That'll uh, work. Touchdown, baseball, <laughs> football. Yeah, let's do it. You know, the, the, the Super Bowl concert thing. Talk about that. Oh, my God. Did you see the Super Bowl? Wasn't Rihanna great? Like the concert. <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite commercial? There it is. Carolyn is scared and not comfortable. She's putting her trust in people who did not vote with her last time. She's nervous. It's time to vote. Carolyn will stand at the voting booth for what seems like an hour 
Is there a time limit? I don't know. No, I want to. I want to talk about this honestly. If you are watching someone just stand there, does that spook you out as a player? Oh, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. So, what do you think was going on in her mind? Was she thinking about that part, or was it just Carolyn in this moment? I never know what's going on in her mind. Um, I mean, granted, they, they could have just been replaying the I, same I, clip. She, that's true. That's true. Yeah. I feel like everyone takes a moment. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there was a time when you would have to hold up your parchment and say a little speech with it, and well, I they miss still those do. Games. Yeah, but we don't hear I them. Do no, true. Yeah, are you kidding me? I would have so many fucking nasty things to say if I vote someone out that I didn't like. Ah, oh, don't deny me that. Maybe I'll be the person who gets it back on the television because I'll be saucy. It's so scandalous. Yeah, or because it's an. 90 minute episode. They, they probably will bring that back, honestly. Do you think we'll get the um, Survivor intro? theme song? <gasps> yeah, probably. Oh my God, that would be amazing. Like, honestly, I don't know how we're going to fill up 90 minutes with the short ass days. <laughs> like, I don't know. Maybe there'll be mini challenges. <laughs> Survivor reading challenge. I would love that. All right. Jeff returns. Carolyn will play her idol for Carson and the gag in the entire travel. No vote for Carson will count. By a vote of three to two to zero, Danny is voted out. Carolyn, Jam Jam, and Carson will vote for Danny. Jamie and Lauren voted for Heidi. Heidi and Danny voted for Carson. Now, please note that one of the votes for Danny was originally written down as Lauren, but crossed out. We will see at the end of the episode, it was Carolyn's. We'll talk about it in a second. Danny will De Niro face as he gets his torch snuffed. That was really uncomfortable. I'm not going to lie. That was weird. Yeah. I mean, it was cute Jeff for a second. Not, and then Jeff, Jeff, is, Jeff made it go on for way too long. Jeff is not good at improvising. He, he is to, not yeah, good at improvising. You can see the wheels turning and Jeff trying to think of like some sort of response and it just didn't happen. He needed to snuff the torch. Guar- said, I will guarantee torch, you. Yeah, I guarantee you that. Danny in his audition tape said something about De Niro. So Jeff had all this time. Oh, to think he about definitely it. did. Yeah. Or no, Jeff was like, he's not gonna get voted out. He's my winner pick. He he definitely was Jeff's winner pick. He was, he was. <laughs> I think. Um, so based on the numbers, Danny would have been voted out. He would have had enough votes. But in the end, this was a huge resume move for Carolyn. Was this the yeah. right thing to do right in this moment? I mean. I don't think it was a bad move. Like, obviously, she could have saved it. I think in the um, end... But it builds trust, even more trust with Carson, so that's great. That part. That and, like, is the key. And, like, using an idol, like, not unsuccessfully, I guess, is a... And it proves her loyalty. It, to like, didn't team. hurt the game. Um, yeah. It allowed... Carson and Jam Jam to allow Carolyn to have her moment. She's wanted Danny out for the longest time. They finally gave yeah. her the moment, especially after having the Franny. This was a huge trust building move. And I just don't see a world in which the other three are going to be able to knock out these three because 
all they need to do is pick one up and the other two are gone. This this is I mean Heidi still does the the idol though. Heidi Heidi's gonna have to implement that. Right. Well so her best move is to say, I have an idol, do not vote for me. I will let you pick who you want to knock out, either Lauren or no. Her best move is to be say I'm using it for one of the three of us and y'all don't know who. So you better hop on with us and vote one of y'all out. It's possible. That's her best move. It's possible, but I don't think she has enough trust in the other two because who do they just vote for? Her. True. That's true. All right, I got some burning questions. You ready? You know, I got some burning answers. I need an ointment for it. What is Danny's legacy besides being your heartthrob? De Niro face. <laughs> oh, God. I can't believe that's how he left the fucking show. I mean, he yeah, was no, a ham. He, he, he seems like a very sweet person. Yeah, um, no, totally. He, he was good TV. He was just honestly not smart at this particular style of the game. Put him on the show true. 10 years ago. Oh, my God. He probably would have been great. This was not. He's yeah, not, very true. He's not good for this version of the show. I see him on like the challenge in the future sure yeah i can see that who's in danger girl uh heidi lauren i think lauren or jamie are next i i there's no logical way i really do i feel like i think heidi is going to be pissed at the two of them because she knows that tika stays strong and voted dania yeah i think heidi is i'm not heidi i think jamie is such a non-threat and a good option to bring to the end I, and right, because I, I don't think, think that I don't think the Tika three should be putting all their ba- eggs in the basket of them going to the end together. Like maybe that should be the like plan. But if you're smart, you're gonna have a backup. And sure. I think Jamie would be a good backup for all of all. Three right. I of mean, them. when it comes to Lauren, she has the mother card. She has a good story. She's the kind of person you would want to give money to. Um, the similar thing with Heidi. Um, though Heidi is far superior as a, of a player as the other I two. think her game's been much better, yeah. Agreed. Um, but then Tika, like, you put the Tika 3 together and try in the last tribal, it literally can go any which way. Um, depends on your yeah. relationships with them, which is why I think they want to be together, because you all can split votes, and it's a, it's a for grabs. Putting losing one, putting um, that, why would you there, want to do that? That could be interesting because if you put someone else in there, it's not a guarantee that one of you will win because there will be people who may not respect their games. Like, okay, but you like, cannot, which, be, you cannot be playing this game so another person can win, whether you're close allies with them or not. You need to be playing so you can win. But that's the thing which one do you knock out? Is it Carolyn, is it Carson, or Jam Jam? Well, that's why maybe none of them should go to the end with with all, with each other. But then you have to knock out two, and two, there's not enough time to do it. Well, maybe then their games aren't as great as we thought. No, that see, that's what I'm saying. You have to stick together, or none, or you, none of you could be in the end. You have to stay together. That's the only option that's going forward. No, no, there's still there's one more week to get people out. So if one of them gets out this upcoming week. The two of them are minority. Then they're the minority. But at that point, it's like so wild that like, like 
no like strategy comes into play it's like yeah because you get weird you random out. challenges you knock one out at six happen. you knock another one out at five then you put the other one in um fire making and you're all gone you can't lose each other's trust you have to stick together there is no other option for the ticket i agree but i but i don't necessarily think it's like the best setup to win we'll find out after 11 episodes we'll the winner of the season is i think it's jam jam or caroline but i'm rooting for heidi <laughs> uh, no it is i it, it's jam jam uh, this episode i mean you're right jam jam caroline after this episode really set up well i don't know if caroline can speak to the jury i think jam jam uh, yeah is so that's beloved. where i think it's gonna be a problem yeah i think that's what's gonna be a problem and caroline's like rubbed some people the wrong way i think again knowing the toxic masculinity from brandon and danny you put Jam Jam and Carolyn next to each other, and they're going to give it to Jam Jam because he has a win. Crazy, that's right? That's true. I mean, that's not necessarily toxic masculinity, but a big part of the the game are the challenges. I don't agree that it's all about the challenges, but having a win is undeniably a step up than not having one because it is a part of the game. Mm-hmm. And. If you watched Australian Survivor, you would realize that a whole jury can vote for someone based on their winning over the person who had the best strategic game. Remember Gabler? Yeah, anything can happen. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. All right. Where can we find you on social media? Venmo and A projects you want to plug? Yeah, y'all can find me on Instagram at Miss Felicia. That's at M-I-S-S-F-E-L-L-A-T-I-A. I'm also on Instagram as a boy at T Grunin. That's T-G-R-U-N-I-N, which is also my Venmo. Um, you can catch me in drag the first Wednesday and the third Thursday of every month at Sycamore. I host a fierce bingo. And you can also catch me in a movie on Paramount Plus. Um, I'm featured spinning and in drag and singing a little song that I recorded for a movie called Rosie's Theater Kids, a program I was in as a kid that there's a documentary on coming out on Paramount Plus on the 23rd. So check that out. It'll be great. Amazing. Congratulations. I'm basically on All Stars. (laughs) That's it. There it is. Well, it's always so much fun having you here. Thanks for being here. Always a blast. Thanks for having me. 